to the money, you always gonna be lost. Just live your life and get to the paper. Got it, baby. Yeah, we came from the bottom, bro. We elevate, elevate. Yeah, we sitting at the top. They said we most hate. They said we graduated, came up from my habit thing. Now we celebrate success, man. That's a heaven. Yeah, we came from the bottom, bro. We elevate, elevate. Yeah, we sitting at the top. They said we most hate. They said we graduated, came up from my habit thing. Now we celebrate success, man. That's a heaven. Yes, we are. We here. Back with another one. Season three is, is, is still going. My next guest, man, he's a entrepreneur. He works with at-risk youth, and he works with foster youth. Not only does he do that, but he has his own clothing line. My twin, my guy, Victor Lockett, what's up? What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? How y'all doing? Yeah, man, how you been? I've been good, man, trying to, you know, maintain in this world. I can't yeah. complain. Yeah, man, I've been watching you, man. You out here doing your thing. I tried, man. I tried to do my thing. I'm glad that you see me, and I'm glad that people can see me. I'm trying to be out here. Yeah, yeah, that's good. So, uh, man, just give me a rundown of uh, of your, your history in Fresno, because you, you, man, you've been everything from a a, a student athlete. Right. You went away for college when guys that wasn't really what guys in Fresno was really doing. Right. <laughs> so, so we met at Washington Union back in uh 2000. It was 2000, right? 2000. Yeah, this guy on, on campus, man, <laughs> with a lot of energy. Like, he had a lot of energy back then. He's mellow now for some reason, but back then, man, he had had a lot of a lot of energy <laughs> for a big guy. You remember how we met? Yeah. <laughs> they, uh, they kept saying, oh, he looked like you. Y'all look like twins. I said, nah. In my mind, I look better than him. <laughs> yeah, but hey, were, the funny part was, like, when we first met, like, Cove is Cove is way dripped out now than he's ever been. When I first met Cove, this boy was wearing a sweater vest with no shirt underneath. Oh yeah, uh, some pants and you know like the like the Walmart brown slip ons. Yeah, I said, oh my goodness. You had to go. With, you had to go with what you had, man. My, my, my I was from a single a parent household. Shout out to my mama, man. She tried to do it. She uh, could do, but I didn't want to make a fuss, so I just wore. Man, I wasn't finna. Uh, Go to school, make a fuss, because all she was going to say, school ain't no fashion show. Right. <laughs> you know, one thing I learned from DeCoven, though, I, I learned that at an early age, DeCoven, it was a person that I've seen that has intrinsic confidence that I've ever seen from anybody else. Like, I remember going clubs with him. He felt like when he stepped in the room, the party has started. Cove yeah. is here. And I've never met, like, especially a bigger person yeah. with as much as confidence as he had. And I had learned that from him over time. Yeah, appreciate in our, it. In our friendship. Yeah, but you, man, you you brought the best out of me sometimes, especially on that damn football field, man. Cause, golly, I, I could be I could be doing my best out there. Oh, it ain't good enough. I'm, I'm still better than you. Then I could be I could be having the worst day of practice. Y'all making it even harder for me, like, cause that was me on varsity with y'all mm -hmm. with the, with the big guys. My second year ever playing, right? Shout out to uh, Freitas and all them guys and. For uh, seeing something in me, I didn't see it myself because I was ready to go back down to JV. But <laughs> going against you every day I practice, like God damn man, this motherfucker, right? like he would not shut up. So I had to do good. Just <laughs> <laughs> hey, but the, but I learned, you know, I learned 
uh, over time. That's how you know men banter. Uh, when a, when men are bothering you and talking about you, I feel like that's when you know we're making that connection. Yeah. But when they're not bantering you or talking about you, like it's kind of like they don't mess with you. Not, it's it's weird how you know men connect. But that's yeah. just how we do it. Because, you know, as long as we're bantering you and messing with you, like, we cool. That's that's cool. And I, I learned in high school, like, that's how we show love. Yeah. Uh, we, we talk about Especially each other. Especially the black community. Yeah, we talk about <laughs> each other, you know. We might even say you dress nice, but we're going to throw some uh, jokes yeah. in there. Boy, yeah. I see you over there stinking. Your, your pants is tight, but yeah. you're over looking good, though. And I just, I noticed that over time, you know, that's how we do things. Yeah, because sometimes you don't want to just... Now it's cool, like okay, give cats compliments, but back then, man, it was it was complimentary. Yeah, but it was kind of hateful at the same time, like some diabolical haters. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that brought the best out of everybody, man, because that's what uh drove us. Okay, man, I got to get my clothes game right. Right, man, I got to get my 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 speech right. I got to get everything right. So, man, when I'm in these different kind of settings. Right, I, I I I could conduct myself as a young young man, especially a young black man. Right, when you, when you say clothes game, right? When I think about clothes, like the first time I could think about, it, like I had to step my clothes game up. I would blame it on the brackets. Oh yeah, that was, the family. I would yeah. Blame it on oh yeah, the it was all fly. Family, like yeah. I, I, I would, they made me feel like I needed to step my clothing game up. Like the whole family, like. <laughs> And and I I noticed you know I was always into fashion but that's when I was like okay yeah. it's time to step my game up like all of them all used to come to school nice oh everything. yeah 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 they yeah they they had it though man they, <laughs> they 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 was like the blueprint of of what was happening in the world at that time because they was because those guys in particular they was up on on the latest fashion the latest music right not only them them but like Carl Ross mm-hmm. like a lot of basketball players. Had the Slam magazine, so they get in the fashion from there. And us as football players, we didn't have that really that luxury of knowing what fashion was because we was always at football practice, so we didn't get a chance to watch none of the st- what was going on on MTV or BET. So we had to look at what was around us to get the get the fashion tips. Right, right. And so for me, it's like you know I've always been around people with fashion. I remember my freshman year, like. The person that I know, like when I think about it, every pair of Jordans always dressed up was Deshaun Stevenson. Oh, yeah, I heard about him. Yeah. I, I was a he freshman. He was, he, was a, he was a senior and like this had every pair, every little, you know, that's when the FUBU was hot. Oh, yeah. He had all the little outfits. The fat. I was like, <laughs> God. And so it made me like, when I thought about, like, when I could take care of myself, man, I'm going to make sure I get all these yeah. things. Then we start working for Suzanne. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Suzanne, too. That's Suzanne, what got me my right? first look. And I still was in a, in a, in a messed up situation. I still didn't know what to buy. I was buying Fat Farm. Uh, I had a Fat Farm velour suit with the green shoes to match. I put that thing on Lilway at TJ Maxx, and I was off for the kill him. In about a month, when I get my next check, <laughs> hey, you you always was the one. Come like, Cove, where are you going for the custody bus in Burlington? Go pay yeah. on this railway. I was like, I'm playing, you got because if you spend all your money at once, because you know we still had to eat for the right. month and get our little cafeteria fixed, the cookies. And, right, right, right. So if you spend all your money on clothes, you'll be sitting there asking everybody around there for a quarter or yep. trying to gamble for for some for some lunch money or something. You need that cookie in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> and whoever went to Washington, everybody know I'm talking about that 75 cent cookie. A <laughs> dollar with the milk. They know. They definitely know. So some of them liked it. Crunchy. Mm-hmm. Some of them liked it a little soggy. I was I was a well done guy myself. My boy Emmanuel liked it doughy. Ugh. Yeah, that was uh, <laughs> I, I couldn't do it. I said, man, give me the hardest one you got. <laughs> I remember. Fresh. 
until we started taking the game over in the cafeteria. Then yeah. I didn't have to ask no more. I did what yeah. I really want. I got y'all in there. Right? <laughs> Suzanne did definitely look yeah. out for us, man. Yeah. I Shout definitely. out to Suzanne, man. She gave a lot of at-risk youth, not even at-risk youth, just a lot of underprivileged kids opportunity, man, to make a little bit of money while still in right. school. I would definitely always appreciate Suzanne. She always yeah. reached out. Even when you was messing up, she'll let you know, like, you better than that. Yeah. And for me, uh, especially a lot of, uh, you know, white people, I never had a lot of white people try to, you know, speak life into me. Yeah. She was, like, kind of the first one. Yeah. Like, hey, Vic, you can do what you want to do. And so, you know, I will always have respect for her for that. And, you know, yeah. I felt like she was, like, my school mom. Yeah, she was. She was <laughs> she'd get on us, though. Oh, she would. She'd get on us. Not she, take Cushy out. Yeah. Wouldn't even, wouldn't even play with you. <laughs> yeah, that's what, I, that's what I take away from Washington. We met a lot of a lot of good people up there. Right. A lot of good people. For, what, of, for me, for Washington Union, I, I take a lot of things out. You know, for me, like, the things that stand out for me is just, you know, at Washington Union, I've seen, I seen people that look like me successful, like Harris. I, yeah. I remember he was just a regular, you know. Oh, yeah, I was like a, a real regular dude, though. Yeah. Like, he'd be in there cutting, ranking with yeah. you and everything. And then I've seen him <laughs> become like a teacher. So I've seen yeah. people that look like me in positions, yeah. you know. Then I have my uncle, Von Webb. Yeah. He was the uh, the black history teacher. Yeah. Uh, so I've seen people that look like me in positions of winning. And, you know. Yeah. For me, I wanted that. Like, I definitely wanted it. I always had good grades in school. Uh, and I, I wanted to be in the position to be able to win like that. So I've all, I always seen that. But also, what, I've, what else I took from Washington Union's family. Yeah. Uh, I will never forget Renee Mendoza. Oh, yeah. Shout uh, out to Renee. You broke I'll, his hand, too. <laughs> I will never forget him. <laughs> uh, we used to go to his house for wrestling. Yeah. He used to open it up for us, you yeah. know, treat us like we was his own people. Yeah. For me, I, I, I definitely will never forget that. I even remember senior night, you know, my parents didn't support that much. I'm walking out for senior night, Renee there with the flowers. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. so it's funny to me, though, but I will never forget, you know, some of the little things that I learned at Washington. But what I really learned the most is family. And when I think for my own kids, like, I want to be able to be in, you know, a small setting where, like, we can control. I feel like Washington was controlled because it was small. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we couldn't do really much. Even if we AWOL, what we going to Dave's? Yeah. <laughs> across yeah. the street. So ain't open no more, man. Well, so we really couldn't man. do much. But, you know, we, we learned a lot at Washington. <laughs> and, I, and I learned, you know, family. Uh, yeah. We know everybody. Like, Washington is one of them schools where sh I know the Mexicans, the Asians. Yeah. Like, we knew every everybody is yeah. family. So I, I learned that from Washington. Though. And that's why everybody good in, in different settings now because we right. we went through that in high school. Like, okay, we used to have to. Conversate with different kind of uh, backgrounds, different kind of uh, social right, right, social right. statuses, tax brackets. Like right. this cats with, with, with cars coming to school. So right, right, right. <laughs> we was on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember certain teachers like Mr. Barber. Yeah, Barber. Shout out to Barber. Oh, He's man. still there. And I remember him. Yeah. Man. He was just always funny, making jokes. You oh know? yeah. Because I, I teach youth now, and I and I and I take some of the lessons that I learned, and I learned that you know with them they made school feel exciting, like they were yeah. happy to be there. Yeah. And so that's why Washington was always easy to learn. It's like the teachers was really happy. Oh, yeah, excited to be there. Yeah, they was happy to be there. You know, Barbrick, even like the Mr. Freeman. Yeah. Even Sherfy, he was like yeah, the Sherfie, AP that was my teacher. Guy. That was my guy right there. Like they just made it, you know, learning so fun. Even Mr. Brown, science. Oh like, yeah, he, he was cool. You go in there and get that candy. He always. Had candy right i remember my freshman year mr kimball there's a lot of teachers that yeah. you know 
played a, a, a big part in my life. You know, I never got the opportunity to tell them. But, yeah, I remember all that. And that's why education for me was so easy. And I also remember, like, my freshman year, I went to Washington to start of my freshman year, and then we switched to Fresno High. And I remember going to Fresno High. Yeah, I remember you saying that. Yeah, I felt so, like, lonely at Fresno High because it was, like, a really big school. And I just felt like I was a number in the classroom. Yes, and then you say you always had to be out there fighting. Right, right. Because the kids you was hanging out with was fighting. Right, right. So, (laughs) yeah, it was, it was, it was, was, I didn't hang around too big, too good of a crew back then. (laughs) So, it was always fighting and stuff. So, when I went back to Washington, it's like, okay, this is, this is where it's at. It's the community. It's the, you know, the people caring about you. Even if you had bad grades, it's like everybody knew. Like, yeah. hey, hey, yeah, you better yeah. get it. Up. I never had bad grades, but it's like everybody knew. Yeah, yeah. So. Cutting up too. They not. They not even afraid to call your mama to to to, to, to come up there and get you. I remember. I remember <laughs> having like Miss Van Beber and Miss Dowdy. Oh yeah, that's having, good ladies. That's good ladies. I remember having them as teachers and stuff. I used to get in trouble in their class. They'd be like, "I'm gonna call your uncle." And he'll, oh yeah. And he'll come in the classroom cutting up. Like, Vic, get over here. You know. Oh, yeah. I'm a big dude, but he he made me feel little back then. So. <laughs> Shit, I remember when he was uh, bench pressing in the way where he put that 315 on there. <laughs> hit about 10 times. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, so, so you know, I, I gained a lot from that exposure. And, you know, and I really appreciate it. But it helped, me, it helped you know, condition me and transition me into life. And I know I use, still use some of them same tactics that I learned. And with dealing with the youth that I deal with today, because yeah. I do deal with at with youth, so, at rich youth, and you know, they're probation kids. Yeah. So how how is that now? Because you've been doing that for a while. Yeah. Right? I, but and, and with that, you had like many different roles. Right. Like so, let's let's start from the beginning with that. Okay. So. Okay, when I first, you know, returned home from college, like, I was trying to figure out, like, you know, what what I'm going to do with myself. You know, I'm a big football player. You know, what I'm going to do with myself, you know. And I, I didn't kind of know what I was doing. I know I didn't want to work in no McDonald's or nothing like that. So I had fell into a job. I had fell into a group home job, you know. And I was like, okay, kids. I, I kind of like kids. Yeah. You know, I could do this all day. And for me, like, you know, I have a good personality, and it's easy for me to connect with kids. So that job was easy. It was easy. It was yeah, like the yeah. easiest job in the world. And I could sit down. We could play video games. Yeah. And anybody know me, I love talking mess. <laughs> I love talking trash. And so I could talk trash. So it's like, shoot, I'm getting paid, you know, to really, like, be at home. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's my young mindset. I'm not. I'm just thinking, like, you know, we're playing games. I'm not thinking about, you know edifying the kid, helping them grow, helping them see other space. Cause I'm not, I'm not at that point yet. So, yeah. you know, we, we just playing games. I'm irritating kids. Now, you know, not really knowing what I'm doing, but as I start growing in the company, you know, cause they, people start seeing my value. Cause you know, the kids attracted to me, uh, anywhere, yeah. I, anywhere I work at the kids are attracted to me. Uh, and back then too, I used to dress up every day. Oh yeah. They, they love that. I used to, you wasn't, you wasn't catching me outside without something yeah. fresh on every day. <laughs> yeah, they so, love that. Yeah. So, you know, and that's how we really gain relationships. They'd be asking, like, where your clothes at, where your shoes at, Victor, where you do this. And you couldn't tell me back in the days I yeah. wasn't the coldest dude out here. <laughs> I used to have some Levi's that say Fat Boy Fresh on the back. You could, you could not tell Victor yeah. you wasn't the coldest out here. <laughs> yeah, nah. But I, I feel like everybody that I hung out with like that, because you couldn't tell Cove he uh-uh. wasn't the coldest out here. You couldn't tell Manuel he no, wasn't the coldest was the out here. Everybody had their own style. Harvey, Eric, you yeah. couldn't tell none of them they weren't everybody the coldest had their out own here. Style. Right. Tim, he right. came with everybody came with that 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 right, stuff. Right, right. So you couldn't <laughs> I just felt like we hung out like that, so you couldn't tell that. But you know, that helped me really, you know, gain a connection with the kids. You know, I started off as a regular staff, you know, and then I slowly progressed up into like, you know, supervisor, house management. Yeah. Uh and as I started going through, you know, I went to Kaijo. I feel like Kaijo was the most, you know, place where I had to learn at uh 
Sometimes me and you know, sometimes I think about Kevin Jordan and I get frustrated, but he taught me a lot. He yeah, taught me like to Kevin. He taught me the little things. He kept saying all the time, Vic, it's the little things. And he had pointing his finger and his, yeah. his finger long as shit. Broken too. finger, like, too. And he like this, and that should be so long, wagging it in your face. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, cut it out. So yeah. I remember that. And I even remember being at the job and, and you know, getting fired. And, you know, yeah. uh, for me, like, that was a critical moment in my life. I could have sat and been mad that I was fired. But I took that disappointment and turned it into energy. And I think I had a job the next week. And, yeah. and that led me to the job that I'm currently at now where I work for DN Associates. Okay. Uh, this job, you know, I mean, this DN Associates was the job that edified me the most. Uh, and I think it edified me the most because I have met a program manager that is currently with us now. And she always helped me and she always, you know, try to pull the better out of me and try to make me see things in a different way. I'm like, I tell her all the time, I mean, these kids are hella crazy. Yeah, she's like, different now. She like Victor. They're not crazy. Who wants to get in trouble every day? And I was like, shit. Nobody wants to get in trouble every day. She says, so if these kids are constantly getting in trouble every day, what do you think it is? And I was like, shit. They bad. You know, that's my just, mindset. What, what I think it is, it's like that's all they know. Right. That that's oh shit. When I'm doing good, ain't nobody noticing. Right. Oh, but when I'm doing bad. Everybody want to talk to me. Everybody want to bring me back down the baseline. They said so in their mind. They figured, man, if I'm doing more bad, I'm gonna get either it's good attention or bad attention. I'm gonna get some attention. All all they want is attention. It's it. So if they doing good, they kind of slip under the radar. Oh, he cool. He good. Right. They doing good. But that's when they really need that conversation. But then we always, I was, I was part of that too, working at the group home. Man, you always, that you always. To put your attention on the kids that was cutting up all the time, being bad. What I learned in the group home, I know I learned that I'm a natural born leader. I've always been in management positions where I let people, you know, what I try to teach my staff is that, you know, these kids don't know no better. They don't know the basic things yeah. that we think that they should know, but they really don't. Um, and so they function totally different. And I could tell most of these kids are irritating and people don't want to deal with them. So most of these kids are stuck in their mind that, you know, I can give minimum effort and still and still expect maximum reward. Yeah. And I think that's where we, me and them, you know, fight at because shit, I didn't, in my house we didn't grow up like that. Uh-uh. You get you get you <laughs> hey, you give maximum effort and you still get minimum reward. Yeah, that's yeah. how we grew up. Oh, hey, you do what you're supposed to do because I told you. Yeah, exactly. It is what it is. You're not getting no damn allowance, you're not getting no yeah. incentive for it. You do what I told you because it is, yeah. or you're gonna get your ass whooped and, and, and you'll still do and, it. And and, and and I feel the effects of that now. I know I'm, I still got some work to do as a father, but I feel catch myself right. having that power struggle with my kids. Right, right, right. Because, and, and Anna always tell me, ain't nobody going to want to do no chores if you don't make it fun for them, if you make it, if you make it feel like work. Right, right, right. I right, said, right. how are we supposed to make, I said, I don't know no other way. I'm right. still trying to right. figure it out myself because I was just to the point where I got older, I, I figured it out like, damn, if I get all this stuff done, I ain't got to hear my mama mouth. Right, right, right. But, my kids, they still like man. They just different now, and then they got more uh, more distractions. Right, right, right. What I've what I've learned over time, like even still with dealing with kids, especially youth, um, youth. Most of the time, when youth do something, they're so emotional. You're like, why is it so goddamn emotional? Then I learned that our frontal lobe don't finish getting developed until we're 24. Our frontal lobe, yeah, get, it makes rational decisions. So yeah. rational decisions. So when you when you're disciplining a kid and you're like, why are you so emotional over that? That shit is little. Because their frontal lobe is not fully developed. They're not making rational decisions. Yeah, they're making yeah. emotional decisions. Yeah. That's why they're so emotionally and tied into it. They're not thinking from their frontal lobe like an adults do. 
So when their frontal lobe is not fully developed, that's why they think that way. And, you know, so for me, I have to take a step back, you know, and learning all this stuff, it, it makes me a better father. And just like you said, I, I feel I always feel like we have room to grow. But for me, I feel, I think about, like, what did I want as a kid? And for yeah. me, I just wanted to know somebody's going to ride or die with me. No yeah. matter if I do bad, good, or indifferent, they're going to ride or die with me. And I feel like if you can make that connection, then everything else is good. Because I tell, I tell my sons all the time, I'm, I'm with you. Anywhere yeah. we going, you know, I, yeah. I'm with you every time. Whatever you need to do, I got your back. Even if you're wrong, I got your back. Yeah. I'm going to discipline you, and I'm going to go against their head. But I got your back, and I think... When my son feel that way, he's feel he feels like you know there's nothing he can't accomplish, and that's yeah. the kind of feeling that I want to be able to give him. You could do anything you put your mind to, but I just feel like every kid wants that book and that this person got me no matter what. Yeah, yeah, that's what I need to. And I and I I try to make sh I try to make sure I do that. And you know I have a friend on Facebook, you know, and I and I'm, I'm still learning. Uh, his name is Prince McDonald. He go by P Love, but shout out to Prince. The chef. Right. He does he does <laughs> things that, you know, kind of remind me. He even take his kids, like, on individual dates. Usually when I go with my kids, it's like both of them at the yeah, same time. Yeah. You know, for him, it's like individual, giving that individual their own time. And I was like, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah, and, I've know, been doing that lately. <clears throat> you know, with my so, son. Right, right. And so I had to implement that, you know, into my, you know, repertoire, too. And yeah. I seen him do that. But, yeah. Prince is a, you know, he's a great father, you know, and I and I feel like he's a person that, you know, we should be able to get on the podcast or talk about as well, too. Because oh, yeah, yeah. He has a lot of, you know, he has a lot of great got a story. <laughs> intuition that, you yeah. know, a lot of fathers need to know, man. And, and, I, and I think about it this way, like a lot of men don't know how to do a lot of things because usually either somebody does it for them or they got a girl yeah. that do it for them. But, you know, he's one of them people that, you know, he can, he got resources. He can show you where, you know, you can go get food stamps if you need them. Or if you can go get, you know, housing yeah. if you need them. You can fill out applications. Because he had to do all this, you know. So, I think he's a good resource. So, that's yeah. why, that's why I continue to watch him, you know, because he, he definitely uplifts, man. And, and Oh, yeah. Shout out to Prince. Right, right, right. So, like, I'm just saying, going back to all that, just, you know, that helps me raise kids. That helps me raise my kids and yeah. helps me be, you know, beneficial to the kids that I currently have now. And like I said, I work at DN Associates, and I know with me there, uh, we're one of the best houses in, you know, California. We're the best, part, by far, we're the best strip program in California. Okay. Uh, we got four houses. Uh, man, like, we don't usually deal with the behaviors that you regularly see. We haven't had A-walls in years. We don't okay. have regular fights. Uh, it's very conditioned and structured. That's good. But when it, let, it showed me, like, comparison to the other group homes, when a person is conditioned and structured and they know what's coming next, their expectations and how they blow up as a person or evolve, it can, it can be tremendous. Yeah. But, you know, most people don't know what's coming next. Like, most of us growing up, like, I even remember going to high school. I didn't think, I didn't think, like, college was next. It was just something no, I wasn't that, even trying to go, to right, be honest. <laughs> right. It was just something like, you know, that, I played but, football. But it's but we didn't grow up right. with that as a uh, the topic of a conversation at the dinner table. That is very true. Like, we, we, we grew up, man, just go to school, get good grades, make sure that school don't call me. Right. Don't get in no trouble. So we that was our mindset, man. Let me get good grades. Stay out of trouble so they ain't got to call my mama. Right, right, uh, right. And that was it. Definitely don't call my mama. <laughs> Definitely don't call my mama. So, <laughs> so that was our mindset. Then just go there, play sports, and, and she'd try to be the best. Best on the team, the best. <laughs> when you think about, like, I'm just thinking about when you, like, call mamas. I bet you people can tell you a story about me and my mama oh, until yeah. this day. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a funniest story, too. You mind if we tell it? Go ahead. Oh, yeah, man. We was at a uh, football practice. Just a normal day at practice. 
just a normal day. We was doing our, I think it was defensive day too. So uh, we in the drill. His mom walks on to the practice and, and talk to the coach. Can I, talk, can I get Victor for a second? We all, we stopped the whole drill and everything. Cause we ain't never seen nothing like this happen before. So everybody stopping and watching. And his mom about 5'2". Vic about 6'2", 6'3". But he, you could you could have thought he was a, a three-foot man at that time because she came and, and broke him down to size, then let him go to continue back to going to practice. I said, oh, man. I said, I can't never. I got to stay out of trouble. I can't have my mama come up here because my mama do that same stuff. But it was crazy. But that's how much respect that you have for your mom because, like, I tell, like, man, I'm bigger than my mama. Taller, bigger, stronger. But I know she put that foot off in my butt. Mm-hmm. So I always had that respect for my mom, too, because in no way, like, they can't take us. Right, right, like, right. But that's how much respect we have for them as, as women and black women that, man, we will sit there and listen. Right, right. My mom, my mom was a single mother. Uh, then my stepdad came into my life, but my mom is a beast. Like, I, I, I will never forget. My mom is very dominant. She's not a, a complacent person that sits back. She, she's, she's dominant. Just like when she walked on the field, the reason why she walked on the field, I had got a, uh, I had got kicked out of class earlier in the school day, and she was just coming up to here. She was coming up to school to check on my other brother, and they had told her, you know, Victor got kicked out of class. Yeah. That's it. And she walked over to the football. Like I seen her coming, and the way she was walking, I was like, this can't be good. But uh, you oh, know, man. I'm not thinking like she coming because I got a referral kicked out of class. Boy, she chewed me out. Yeah. And she and my mom don't play that like she she's never she's not the person you play with and you know and and for me I kind of grew up that way and I kind of took some of her you know some of her ways because even like when I when I deal with the group on kids and like they be playing with the staff like it makes me uncomfortable because I feel like kids shouldn't play with adults exactly like, that's not even that's not where you do because my mom didn't play that yeah uh, you could play with adult my mom would slap the hell out you like <laughs> nah. You a kid, Stand seven kids, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I tell people all the time, I didn't have a hot lean until I was like 12. Oh, man. <laughs> My kids eating them on a the regular now. We eating Farmer John's now. I said, man, I, I tell them the story. They get mad when I tell them the story. <laughs> we know, Dad. You only had one pair of shoes a, 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 twice a year. You got two pair of shoes twice a year. Right. We're not living like that now. I said, I know, because I'm making sure y'all not living like that. They, they not grateful, my son. Oh, my son, my oldest son. He was like, you guys don't do nothing for me. I don't get allowance. I don't get this. While he's on his PS5 playing yeah. Madden 2023, talking all this shit. I'm like, you're playing, you're talking about your yeah. P- you having he has his PS5 controller in his hand. Like, yeah. it's like, you know, some adults don't got that PS5 yeah, that you got. Do you know? Do you know what I mean? Backdoor deals I had to make with Ron <laughs> to get this PS5 for you. I had to make yeah, so many backdoor deals. Right. I had to make backdoor deals. To get it but it's like, I kind of blame it on us as our generation. Because mm-hmm. we always said, man, when I have some kids, man, I'm finna treat them like, like kings and queens. Mm-hmm. But so now, we just reaping what we sow. Like, okay, they're going to have the best of everything. Now, they can never go back. Mm-hmm. To the to the to the modest living, I feel like for me, like <laughs> I feel like I, I I know I do I overdo for my kids, you know, probably because you know the things that I didn't have, but I, I also feels like you know, I tell people all the time, you know, you can act like you balling and all that, but you know, when I look at people and I look at a representation of them, I look at the kids. Yeah, yeah. If so, if you could talk, I don't care how many new shoes you wearing. If your kids is messy, like so, okay. Yeah. You don't care about them. You care enough about yourself. So yeah. a kid is a your kids is definitely it's a representation uh, of you. Uh, yeah, definitely so. Yeah. So 
I be seeing people dressed up all the time. A kid, you know, toe up. Yeah. You feel me? I, I know my kids. I, listen, I, I understand why my mom did play clothes and play shoes. Yeah. <laughs> my son don't understand that. He don't understand that. I, I definitely understand now. <laughs> and I remember, you know, growing, I remember Victor first. I, he was the first one I learned from. I used to, you know, I'm a shoe person, so I, I'm finna get my son every pair of shoes I can get. I'm yeah. finna keep him fly. Out there twinning. I'm finna keep him fly. <laughs> my son wear one pair of shoes. Oh, yeah. He only wanted to wear them one. Yeah. He grew out of a lot of shoes that was new. He didn't even wear. And yeah, I learned. I know that story. I learned. I said, you know what? I told him. Other, I told him too. Like a couple years. I said, listen, we're gonna buy one pair of shoes. I'm you gonna wear them shits until the wheels fall off. Yeah. And then we'll replace them. Yeah. Because by even right now, I bought him like for school shopping. Uh, I bought him like three pair of shoes. <laughs> he only wear one. He said yeah. the other two don't. You know, he not. He not feeling. He not feeling. Them. <laughs> he not feeling them. <laughs> you, you let him pick his clothes out, or you pick them out for him? I, I was sometimes I let him pick his clothes out. You know. I used to pick them out for him, but, you know, because now in this new age, like, I, the stuff I'm picking out, he ain't feeling. Yeah. I remember buying them shorts. Oh, yeah, I know. And yeah. he was like, Daddy, man, nah, them, them too, too long. Too I was long. like, I've never heard a boy <laughs> say shorts is too long. He said he hoochie daddy sees And he was like, Daddy, I want my thighs out. And I was like, what? You want your thighs yeah. out? That's how they doing it now. Yeah, and I was like, okay. I said above the knees is kind of cool because, you know, I could, I could get away with some above the yeah. knees, too. Now he's like, Daddy, they got to be like two, three inches above his knees. Yeah, I said, are you serious? He's like, yeah. wilding out. He said, my underwear got to be a little bit longer. <laughs> I said, are out you there. serious? They out there like Spike Lee do the right thing. <laughs> Mars, Mars Blacksman out there now. Yeah, so so it's, it's just crazy. Even for like, you know, fashion and how, how it changes. Yeah. My son is really into, you know, really into the short shorts and, you know, and, you know, at least my favorite shoes are back in fashion, Air Force Ones. Oh, yeah. Oh, they, they hot. But they got, a, they got a bad label on them now, though. <laughs> the so black now, ones. The black ones. <laughs> but the white ones, too, they said, man, them gangsters. I used to work at Kerman. Shout out to my people at Kerman. They used to ask me, man, uh, my son want to buy some Air Force Ones, so white on whites. Right. But but those are, because uh, out there, certain like certain communities, certain shoes are gang shoes. Oh, I can so see a that. lot of them gangsters, man, be wearing them white on whites now. I said, man, white on whites was a was a shoe where man, you wasn't trying to do nothing dirty. Right. Like, oh man, you even watching how you step because you man, you trying to keep these from creasing everything. Yeah, you, you, but, you walking them really straight for about two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Um, man, I missed them. I missed them when they was fifty dollars. Yeah, shoes now. The shoe game is ridiculous. You know what? It's not even a shoe game. It's the resale shoe game. Yeah, uh, after all resellers, man. The resale. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm a I'm a shoe. Def all resellers, right? man. I've been a shoe. I've been a shoes fanatic for as long as I can buy my own shoes. So I'm a shoe fanatic. I used to buy two or three a week. Yeah, I got better. Everybody had those nasty habits. Yeah, I got, nasty. It's like <laughs> worse than smoking cigarettes is, is buying shoes. That's the worst habit. Because yeah, because that's all you think about day and night. That's it. Because I know me personally, I used to look at the, my phone just uh, and speak them shoes into existence. So I'm getting these, these, and these. And then when they come out, I had them all. Right. But now I look at all of the shoes. I said, "Man, what did I do to myself?" <laughs> <laughs> to me, to me, I look at, I think about the shoes because I'm older now, and you know, I think about financial uh, yeah. literacy and stuff like that. And I think about all these shoes that I had. Yeah. I think about uh, my boy Ron all the time. You know, uh, shout out to Ron. He's a person that you know that's always thinking about hustling. Always. Oh yeah, yeah, ultimate hustler. Yeah, yeah. So you know, being around him, you always got to have a new hustle, or you yeah. know, he don't really want to deal with you, but. uh <laughs> He'd be the one to tell me, like, Vic, you know how I mean? you know how much money you, Kobe, and Manuel could have had if y'all had put your money together instead of buying shoes? Yeah, I know. Man, and I, I know. think about it, and That's I was like. That's why I'm making all that damn, damn <laughs> shoes. Like, man, I'd have been better off taking up smoking or something. Godly. Because <laughs> it's just like a lot. Then the stuff is no good no more. No. It's, not, it's all broken apart. 
So I definitely remember that uh, just in the buying the shoes. But yeah. but but when you're young though, you know, fashion and yeah, being we was fresh. Living young and dumb. We had to look fly. Huh? That's now, all we seen. It, it worked because I remember dudes at Fresno City used to beg to hang around us. Oh yeah, it was cool. <laughs> they used to like, hey, can we be it was part cool, of y'all man? If we had social media back then. I think we could have had about a million followers each. Show for that. They was begging to kick with us. Was, it was cool. <laughs> we, were, we were, we were, we was what was happening. <laughs> and it's crazy. It's certain because I always had all the music too. Right? It's certain people right now that I be seeing like on social media that they value. We used to gas them at oh, school. Yeah. You, <laughs> we used to. Well, we had our uh, our dozens. Remember, we uh, triple team on one cat. He was trying to rank, so we had to, <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all made him quit school. Y'all cats, but that was like, but you was like the one that to get it started. Like, damn, here come this thing. <laughs> I, 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 didn't, I didn't know no better. Oh yeah, man. You, but it was all a good fun though. Uh, yeah. But but your fashion, your fashion sense got started, man. For me, when I noticed, man, you was getting your fashion on, man. Black back when everybody. Back in high school, man, mm-hmm. when everybody uh, was putting that bleach on that denim, <laughs> you had the ones that said uh, "Fat Boy Fresh." Yeah, I Come. put. I remember doing all that, putting bleach on denims. I remember cutting out other pants and sewing them on. Yeah, pants. I, like I, I took it to the extra limit. Yeah, because when I think about like you know wearing fashion, I always I'm a big dude anyway. But I want to be remembered as like, man, that that big dude was fly though. Yeah, yeah. y'all remember yeah. what he was wearing? Yeah. And I think you know a good outfit, people will remember. Oh yeah, yeah, people. Remember. Boy, I seen. For example, I remember I went to a family reunion this this year, uh, and dude, a dude I barely even talked to, he remembered. He's like, man, wasn't you the one wearing that Dodger jersey and all that last oh, year? Yeah. I said, so I, that let me know, you know, a good outfit sticks out, and so. When I came up with AMF, people think like, "Hey, Vic, we just created this, this, this." No, oh, AMF. No, you've been doing that for a while. <laughs> We've been bumping AMF since now. We was at a, uh, uh, college. Yeah. And what was that? Two thousand five. Two thousand five. Two thousand six. Yeah. So AMF has been alive for since then. I mean, yeah. I got it tattooed on my neck. I think Cole got it on his on leg. My leg. The hardest, the hardest tattoo on my leg, like Emmanuel said. He got the hardest tattoo on his leg. Uh, friends are cruel. I don't care. Right? So, yeah, I, I remember. So, you know, AMF, I, I've always believed in it. And, you know, so when I thought about, like, I always want to. Tell them, tell them what AMF is. What does it mean? What's the acronym? AMF stands for Always Moving Forward. Uh, it's something that's intrinsically me. It's something that we thought about, you know, as being black, as being youth. You know, I was thinking about, like, no matter what happens in life, we got to continue to move forward. Nobody cares about what's going on in your life. Yeah, I noticed that. Nobody's yeah. going to stop and care. People the world really, going to keep going. People really don't care. Even on Facebook and all these social media sites, where they, people really, they really don't care what you got going on. They really yeah. don't. And so I felt like you can't just sit and cry over what's going on in your life. You got you got to be able to move forward. And, yeah. And AMF is something that I totally believe in. Like I got it tatted on my neck. Always move forward. You know, I had a hard life. I struggled. I grew yeah. up with no father and things like that. Uh, even you know, being married, making mistakes, not having a man to show me, you know, yeah, how to do things right. So I had to figure stuff out. You know, and figuring out, I made mistakes, but. I continue to move forward. I continue yeah. to try to get better. I continue to, you know, uh, add to what I had. So, you know, when I thought about, like, what clothing line I want, I want an AMF. And, you know, and I started making, like, sweaters and stuff a while ago. Like, if you look on my Facebook, like, in 2014, I got sweaters and stuff like that. I just never had the real resources yeah. to get to where I was at. Yeah, then, it costs you know, money. Right. <laughs> but I had met a person, you know, and she was like, 
she was more intrinsic, like, hey, you finna do this. Like, I told her about it, and it's yeah. like... She pushed you off the ledge. Well, I told her about it, and then, I, and then I was like, okay, we can go down to the, you know, what's called? So she took me down to the... Uh, we went down to the city of what's called, and we made a little business license and everything. Yeah. And then, you know, in the car, she's like, you can order stuff from Alibaba and then send me the link. And I'm like, damn, this shit is coming fast. Like, oh, it's yeah, coming. You gotta, yeah, when it's coming, <laughs> you got to be ready for it. It's coming fast. I thought yeah. we was just talking about this. Like, we was just playing. Yeah, that's, that's one of my things, too. I hate when people just talk. <laughs> let's let's get to work and do it. Oh, man, that's what she was about. She was about that show me stage. So yeah, it, started, yeah. it started coming fast. And then, you know, she's really good with marketing and stuff. Yeah. And so. She kind of helped. She helped me with the jackets. Like I had the design, but she, you know, she kind of helped me with the jackets and stuff like that. She showed me how to put together on the internet. Yeah. And then she even plugged me in with certain pieces. Shout out to Denise. Denise made the logo on the back of my jacket. I came up with the creation. She made the logo. Yeah. She made. She created that. Denise created yeah. that logo on the back of the jacket. But I came up. You know, I came up with the concept. She created the logo, and you know, the person put me in the position with her as well too. To be able to create the logo and stuff like that, and then once that started going, you know my my competitive juices is flow. Like uh, yeah, this is just as the beginning. When I dropped all this stuff on the website, it was seventeen products. But you know me not knowing, I just dropped it all. You at drop, once. Yeah, you dropping it like you dropping it. You right. give them all the albums all at once. <laughs> right, you so for sure. I gave my greatest hits at once. <laughs> Say God damn it. So not knowing, you feel me? Not knowing. So I just dropped it all at once. So this was my first drop. My very own, my very second drop. I just did last year. I mean last week, which is a tracksuit. That was my yeah. Second drop, my second drop I ever did. Uh, but you know, just making this, you know, it was it was very nerve wracking, and even doing it now, stressful. Even doing it now, because you feel like you have a good product, and you see some people, you know, not investing, not not uh, not not going for it. It They ain't putting a lot of effort in they shit. They they shit popping. Damn, right? You know, all my stuff is original. You know, you can't go original. You can't go find this. You know, these clip arcs where other people make their stuff. Because you know, I'm in the clothing game, so when I see other people's stuff, I was like, man, I seen that on Canva. I know they made that for off of Canva. (laughs) Yeah, that's my pet peeve too. Cats, it's not a lot of originality. Right. Like like it's okay to like bite something from somebody. But at least make it your own. Right, right, right. That's how I feel, personally. So, for this, you know, and so when I made it, I always move forward. To, to be honest with you, the jackets was the first thing. Like, that was the, no, the sweater. I have a sweater. I call the little dude Smalls. He's on the front of the sweater, and he rips his heart Okay, out. yeah, that, yeah. That was my first thing, and the little dude was Smalls. And I felt like that was the first thing because, you know, when I first made this clothing line, you know, I had just came out of a, you know, a situation. Uh, you know, so there was a lot of things going on with me, and I felt like, you know, emotionally, if I could just rip my heart out and keep going forward, I could yeah. I could make it forward. Cause you know, you know, the yeah. heart is where the pain oh, and so yeah. that. So that's why when I thought about Smalls, that's why you see him on the thing just ripping that's, his heart out. What's his out. name? I call him Smalls. Smalls. Yeah, okay. Smalls. Smalls. Yeah, he. That's ripping, his character yeah, name. Yeah, Smalls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He ripping his heart out so you know he can continue to move forward. So he don't have to feel. He could be numb and continue to move forward. Yeah, well, Smalls got to find love now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he he got to find something. <laughs> got to move forward. <laughs> <laughs> he got to find something. You feel me? So that's that was the first design, and then when I thought about like, eventually how I'm doing this clothing line. If it was up to me, I would only want to make jackets. Because, yeah. you know, that's where my true passion and love is at in, in these jackets. But uh, I feel like I can make anything. I feel like, you know, this is just a start. We have a lot coming. Uh, y'all have no clue what's coming next. We have a lot coming. Yeah, don't tell them. Yeah, don't tell them. It got to be like Apple. You got to wait to to. And for to me, drop. when I think about the clothing game, like, for me, success is, you know, selling out every drop. But I, I, I really want to put this clothing game in a chokehold. I want to. I want to. 
I want to NWO this thing. You feel me? Oh, damn. I really want to NWO this thing. I want to make. I want to come in like the wrestling and just take it apart. That's what yeah. I what I'm thinking <laughs> about. And, and if if you're not coming into something and want yeah, to be the want to take very it out, yeah, best. The best. No, I, I really want to. I really want to put his chokehold on the clothing again. I seen how Kanye West did it with, the, with you know, with some of his clothing. Oh yeah, and he, I really feel yeah, he like got he, the blueprint. He got a he got a chokehold. He had the answers, again. And, yeah. he, and he had the <laughs> blueprint. And for me, I want to put. I want to put. You know, I want a brand that's always in the house. I want always moving forward, and I feel like that's a brand for everybody. Yeah, that, that everybody can know that you got to always move forward. I tell people all the time, man, my whole family can get murdered. Yeah, they're gonna give me two or three days. Hey Vic, we need you back at work. Bill collectors gonna steal. Oh yeah, that's the cold part, man. That's why you gotta build your own. Nobody cares. Yeah, <laughs> so they you gotta find three days of bereavement. Right, right. Handle your affairs, and it's time to come back. Yeah, make us some money. Right, right. So <laughs> we got all this. We got all this coming. Uh, our next drop, you know, we got some underwear coming. I feel like if PSD and Efta could do it, we could do it too. Uh, draw. Yeah, we got the underwear coming. I, I want everything. We have socks already. I, yeah. I, we got the underwear coming. Then after the underwear, we got uh, we got mesh basketball shorts. Okay, hoochie daddies. Yeah, yeah, for the, yeah. For the hoochie daddy. We got some. You know, I, I had I had before I had sent out the mesh basketball shorts to be made. I had got feedback for you like at least a hundred people. Uh, shout out to all the people that gave me feedback uh, in my inbox of you know which shorts they like, which shorts they wouldn't. So they yeah. gave me feedback. You know, and I feel like I got feedback for people. When I got my feedback, I got feedback from people I feel like it's fashion forward. There's a couple yeah. of people that, you know, I feel like in Fresno that, that are fashion forward, that, you know, really wear fashion. So I got some of the feedback, you know, amongst the people saying they all look good. You know, just pick three you would like, and they pick yeah. the three, and then we, you know, we mass, we're going to mass produce those three. Uh, we're coming out with our own strap hat, our fitted hat, and trucker hat. Okay. Uh, we're going to drop that as well, too. We got so many things coming out, uh, so many things up on the horizon, so... Always yeah, tell moving them, forward. Tell them the website. Good. Tell them the website. Oh, yeah, go check us out on Always Moving Forward Dash. Excuse me. Always Moving Forward Brand is our Instagram. Check us out. Always Moving Forward Brand is our Facebook as well. Check us out. Then you can check the website out on always dash moving forward.com. Is it a forward slash or a dash? It's a forward slash. Oh, okay. Forward slash. <laughs> yeah, you gotta be. He said dash. Yeah, yeah. He said dash. <laughs> always forward slash. Movingforward.com, <laughs> and you can check out my website. You can check out the things that I, I did. And you know, I kind of created that website myself. I'm like, I'm, I'm you know, most of the stuff I'm doing all this myself. Or yeah. I have, uh, you know, currently, well, a couple months ago, I just hired a photographer. Shout out Marcella, that's our photographer, yeah, and our media person. I hired her, but you know, from the start, uh, a person that always helped us was Aisha. So, shout out Aisha shout out as Aisha. well. Uh, she's always helped and did everything that, you know, I needed to ask. I needed of her or even stuff I didn't ask of. And she, you know, she's very That's creative. Good. She's good. She's very creative and helpful. And then, uh, also shout out raw, raw wheels, Walter, Walter, shout out Walter, raw wheels. Raw yeah. wheels. Yeah. Yeah. He does a lot of stuff too. And, you know, he was a person that also, you know, at the beginning as well, he, he helped a lot. He gave me a lot of input. Because uh, I did reach out to a lot of people for help. Because, you know, this you got to build a team to be able to do this successfully. Yeah, yeah. And you got to have a team to be able to scale. If you don't have a team, you'll never scale the way you want time. to. You got to have a team because you can't. This is a lot of stuff to do at yeah. once. It's a lot. Like, you know, for me, I just think about all the hats. You know, before I had a, a marketed person, I had to, you know, post on Facebook, shoot yep. the content, uh, edit the content, yeah, make videos. Yeah, 
Check, you know how that is. <laughs> I'm doing it all. Check, check for response. <laughs> I need me a team. You feel me? Uh, when we have photo shoots, call models, you know, hopefully yeah. people, you know, it's, we, we at grassroots, so we, you know, we ain't trying yeah. to pay nobody. You might oh, can yeah. keep something, you know, and shout out to my barber too, uh, Young Kenya. Yeah, uh, he came through on the first photo shoot. I was like, I need your help. And, you know, I yeah. only asked him once, and he came through. You know, and I, I like all the people that support us as well too. There's a lot of people that out there supporting. I, I want to thank everybody that likes to help. I get inboxes every day for people that you know wants to be uh, models in, in in the clothes or wants to help at any capacity as they want. But you know, one thing that I, I learned in entrepreneurship, like I felt like when I dropped this, you know the people that I love will, will help the most or support the most. You, you know, that's just what I thought. Yeah. Oh, no, but they what know. I learned, it's that, it's that, it's that, it's that person on Facebook. That you Instagram don't even know. Yeah. That is true though. I had a couple of them like Vic, yeah. what you, what you need? Like, I don't even know you. What do you want from yeah. me? I just yeah. want to help you grow. And you know, you know, for me, the life that I came from, you don't have, you don't really have too many people just want to help you for no reason. Yeah, they, that's always some other motives in there. Right. Sometimes. So you know, so I always, you know, and I think that's one of my toxic traits to be able to let go and you know just let people help. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I was like, well, you know what they want? I mean, some people just really want to help you. Yeah. And to me, that's crazy. I've never, you know, really seen that before. But you know, in this, in this atmosphere, that I've seen a lot of people just you know out there helping. Yeah, it's a lot of genuine people out there. Right, I get a lot. I get. I, I promise you, I get like a couple inbox, 10, 11 inboxes a day for some type of help. I, yeah. I can help you, Vic. I can scale your what's it called. I can help your Spotify store. You know, all this stuff is new because you know <clears throat> what I what I learned. You know, to be able to sell and get more conversion and stuff, you got it's a it's a system. You got to be a better system, and then also to be able to scale, you can't be embarrassed to flood. Social media. Oh yeah, you gotta. You, you see me on every day. You gotta. You gotta, you gotta be every it. day. You gotta flood. I know people see me flooding that tank. Yeah. I flood it. And you got. You know the crazy part is like I. I posted my jackets yesterday, but mind you, I had these jackets for six months. I only got a couple left though. But I had them for six months. Yeah. I posted them yesterday. Well, maybe the day before yesterday, I'm getting hella inboxes. Like, man, the new jackets is cool. Like, <laughs> they not new. Yeah, y'all just late. Yeah, yeah, y'all not paying attention. But it just shows me like it. That showed me like, okay, I definitely need to keep continuing oh, yeah, to gotta, flood. You gotta to work. Flood. You gotta work. Instagram, Facebook, right. TikTok. I'm I'm not too familiar with the Twitter, so I don't really fool with that. But well, yeah, you know where I get most of my conversions and my what's it called is LinkedIn. Uh, I didn't know about that. Yeah, I heard about that. Link, I ain't used it yet though. LinkedIn is good, and then another one that you know that I'm starting to get updated on is you know the Google, the Google Media, and then also okay. the uh, the See, Pinterest. I'm learning something today. The Pinterest. Pinterest oh yeah, Pinterest. Yeah, Pinterest. Yeah, you could like Pinterest for me, my goal too. For me, like I could just make you know Victor Lockett always moving forward, and then I could just you know put my outfits up there, and as people yeah. see them, they'd be like, "Hey, how where do I get that from?" Forward them to the website. Oh yeah, you just gotta have your links. Click. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I didn't. I mean, Pinterest is a hidden gem, y'all. So you know, I'm telling you, Pinterest is a hidden yeah, I love gem. Yeah, love some Pinterest, man. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You hook a whole house up on uh, Pinterest off of ten dollars if you wanted to. For sure. So, <laughs> hook it up. Yeah. So Pinterest is definitely a hidden gem, and you know, you got to do that all at the scale. I, I definitely let y'all know. You know, every day is not roses. Uh, Hell yeah. There's there is some times where sh you be like, man, should I just quit? Like, oh, man, yeah. nothing is selling. Yeah. And I, I can tell you, once you once you put your pride and your joy into something and you think, you know, it's going to scale the way you want to and it really doesn't, it can put you in a very dark place. It can yeah. put you in places where, you know, you, you have self-doubt, you, you forget your self-worth, you, you don't know who you are sometimes. And yep. then, you know, 
You got, you got to definitely have a team around you to help motivate you. Keep you grounded. Uh, keep oh, you, man. Keep you moving forward. I, I definitely have a team around me that you're yeah. like, hey, Vic, you got it. This is going to go where you need it to go. You know, because for me, I mean, you know, I, I'm, I'm the microwave generation. I think if stuff happened, I want it to happen right now. And, you know, and I'm learning that this is a slow progress. Oh, you know? yeah. I seen some lady, she was like, man, it took two years. She said, but on that second year? Oh, she, oh yeah. She was, <coughs> she was able to quit her job, and she was making over... Over uh fifteen k a month. Oh we, fifteen, and she was selling vintage clothes. Yeah, vintage. a lot of people. That's what's in right now. If you right. go to all these spots, everybody like that old stuff. Man. Right, right. And you know, for me, uh, streetwear, uh, my my focus is on the people. You know that you know wear skinny jeans with the rips in them. You know with Letterman jackets. But I know there's another market out here. You got the you know the short shorts and you know yeah, yeah. even the fellas is wearing like halter top sweaters. And the sweaters don't even got the bottom on. The yeah, fellas yeah, is wearing. Yeah. I was like. I don't, you know, I don't know if I can make those. And that, yeah, that's why. And that's my thing, too, because uh, my kids and uh, Anna be like, man, you need to get some of that streetwear. I said, I don't even. I said, I make what I like. <laughs> I said, I'm not. I'm not. They got to get on what I'm on. But I'm because I never want to ever conform. Right, right, right. Like, right. I like only wear crew necks or right. hoodies. So I just make what I like. Right, I only right, wear right. I only wear dry fish shirts. So right. I'm only going to make dry fish shirts. But I'm starting to. To get to the point, okay, let me start getting some of these little little sixty five forties cotton tees for the people who don't like dry fits. And you gotta brand, you gotta be able to brand out. And then what I learned, because you know I'm 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 checking into a lot of you know workshops and master classes, and you know what I'm learning is that uh, you gotta be able to sell specifically to what people want, or you gotta be able to find your niche of the people that wear what you want. Yeah, that's that's what I'm trying to do. And for me, it's like I think everybody. For me, Letterman jackets was easy. Yeah. Everybody wears Letterman jackets, and that's my favorite jacket. And I feel like, you know what, I can make a jacket that is cold. And listen, listen, I do believe this. I feel this in my heart intrinsically. When I started making Letterman jackets, because I, I, I researched this before I did it. When I started making Letterman jackets, it was just patches on there. I'm going to be honest. Even Louis Vuitton probably has the best jacket right now, but yeah. it's just patches. So I was like, what can I do different that, you know, that's different? So I said, you know, I'm going to do Chanel embroidery. And that's what this is, Chanel embroidery. I didn't see too many jackets like this at first with, like, words and stuff on the sleeves and stuff. Yeah, yeah, they just got it plain. I feel like I started that. I ain't going to be honest. I'm going to be honest with you. I feel like I started that, and I feel like people is rolling with it now. Now, I feel like if you see a lot of Letterman jackets now, it has this on the side. It has sli- yeah, it has it words got, on the sleeves. Got a lot going on. Yeah, 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 because I, I feel like I started yeah, I like the black one. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just a plain guy. I like black. Yeah, I got six colorways, you know, yeah. and... For me, I went with the, when I thought about the colorways, like, I had to get the Nipsey Blue. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Nip, man. For Rest sure. in peace, Nip. Uh, that he's one of the, you know, one of the most uh, important people in my life. Yeah. Uh, I, I really like Nipsey Hustle because Nipsey Hustle showed me that you don't have to conform for people to like you. You yeah. can be exactly who you are exactly. and, and they better deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> he, that's what he showed me. They exactly. better deal with it because he was still ghetto on their cussing, yeah. saying the N-word, everything. Yeah. He did not change who he is, and he said the world better love me for who I am. He yeah. showed me that we're not conforming. Yep, that's how I be feeling. <laughs> Either you love me for who I am or you don't. <laughs> and, I, you know, and that's why, you know, for me, Nipsey Hussle will always yeah. be, you know, he'll be a, a top person on my list. And then when I, you know, I always had to do the black. Yeah, that's my favorite one. You feel me? So the black, I always had to do that one. That was the first one. The black was my very first jacket. Uh, I go good with them Jordan 11s, patent leather, Concours. But, and then, you know, so I was thinking, you know, we got new, these jackets is done. I will never make them again. 
these were my special jackets. I made these purposely the way they are. Like, if you look at them, on the sleeves, it's black and white. On the neck, it's black and white. And then on the back, it's still black. And I made that purposely because these are my Black Series jackets. And anybody that has these jackets, I will know they were my very first customers I ever bought these jackets. Black Series. Yeah. You got to go like retro cars, huh? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So I will know these are people that, you know, bought these jackets. If I remake them, this will be blue. This will be blue. The back will be blue. It won't be black. I'm giving all your secrets right now. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm just saying, if I remake them, but <laughs> we're not we're not gonna remake them. We do. We are gonna drop. We are gonna drop five jackets, probably in October or November right before it get cold. Yeah, we're gonna drop five right, jackets. right before Christmas. Get them. Get them. Get them ready. Get y'all. Get, stay that money up. We're gonna drop five. I got one bomber jacket. We're gonna have uh, two Letterman jackets. We call them cookies and cream. Okay. Uh, we're gonna have a Jean Letterman jacket. And we're going to have the coldest windbreaker there ever you ever seen. But we're going to have the, the bomber jacket. It's, wind, it's a windbreaker? Yeah, we're going to have a windbreaker. So it's like a 1985 windbreaker? You, you feel me? You feel okay. Me? You feel me? So we're going to have a windbreaker. The bomber jacket is cold. You know, you I need me? some of that. I'm trying to get some Nike tech. Yeah, and then for me. Ice Spice. And for me, then I, <laughs> then I got a couple of sweatsuits that, that'll be coming as well for the, for the wintertime. And for me. When I first made this clothing line, I'm going to be honest with y'all, I wasn't thinking about the small or the medium people when I first made this because I feel like as a big dude, they didn't think about us. Yeah, they, yeah. We, we underrepresented in yeah. the fashion world. Man. They didn't think about us. But when I started selling this, I started getting a lot of, you know, women that wanted to buy jackets and they wanted to buy materials, you know. Yeah. And so I had to read, you know, I had to read. Yeah, get some of that small size. Yeah, so I had to read back. So now I'm currently making from small to 4X. Yeah. So you know, I get all all the, for the big for the for the for the for the, the big dudes right. in the gym, and I got a couple bigger friends, and I also make you know special jackets for them so they can be able to have a jacket if it's bigger than four X. So bigger than them, yeah. You know, I'm a little. <laughs> so I, I I want everybody arm, to you know arm and chest day. I want everybody to wear my brand, but at the end of the day, what I'm thinking about when I think about always moving forward as a brand, I want to be able to scale this brand and really big, and I want to be able to you know be able to help people like. If I can get this brand really big, then I can be able to create jobs for people. Yeah, yeah. And if I can be able to create jobs, then I can be able to help without talking. I think we do a lot of talking, but we can't help. Yeah. So if I can scale it to where I want, we can create jobs and we can do this. And then what else I want to do, I want to create, you know, I want to create, I really want to do a podcast because I want to do advertising because I want to do advertising the right way because I used to send my stuff to people like can you advertise it to oh, me they gonna fuck it up and they didn't do mess it mess it up my bad I'm too much cussing today right and they didn't do it the <laughs> way I wanted to you know what I mean because if I did it like if somebody sent me I'm a, the whole podcast I'm gonna be wearing their stuff and be talking about yeah. it I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it on really big and I didn't feel like you know I feel like people didn't do that for me so I want to yeah. be able to do that for them and then another thing I want to do I feel like as you're trying to scale or you're trying to get to where you need to in business, there's a lot of places where you can go to this master class. I feel like they're just taking your money. Oh, yeah. I don't like to do nothing that I got to pay for. I feel like they're just taking your money. So this is what I'm thinking. Once I get this down, I get it down to learn how to scale. I'm giving the game away for free. Yeah. And I'm going to make Facebook and Instagram and them pay me for monetizing. Yeah. But everybody else getting it. For, I'm giving the game away for free. It's so much money. I, I was thinking, I was looking at it the other day in the shirt business, t-shirt business only. In 2021, it was $2.2 trillion in oh, the yeah. t-shirt yeah. business. That's, that's, that's after that pandemic, man. Where it's enough money out here for all of us. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's a, it's a, man, I, I know a dude right now that sells T-shirts for $100, and he sells out. Yeah, I ain't even to that level yet. But, uh, but that's the value he put on himself, though. Right, for $100, and he yeah. sells out. And they're not even that good. Yeah. But I don't think Kanye West stuff is that good. <laughs> he just, he just paying for the name. And he sells out, you feel me? So... Yeah, but so at the end of the day, you know, I'll, I'll be. I really want to help people that you know want to grow, but you know, not to be selfish. I really want to educate people and help people that look like me. Yeah, uh, just to be honest. Yeah, because uh, I I really feel like you know they need education, they need way. Because you know, if I didn't have certain people help me, I I wouldn't have got this far. But I had people, you know, sit down, you know, and for me, I feel like I'm a visual learner. I need to see it. Yeah, yeah, like. Somebody helped me build my website. They showed me how to do it, and mm -hmm. then once they showed me how to do it, I, I took the reins and I did the rest. But they sat there and they showed me how to do it. Yeah. Even like, even like with my designs, like besides these ones, I made the rest of them. Somebody sat down and showed me like, Vic, this is how you do it. Yeah. And I just played with it for days. There'd be days where I just sit in the house the whole weekend, don't go <laughs> nowhere, creative, don't, and just trying to figure <laughs> it out. You know, even like with some of my content at first, at the beginning, it was weak. It was, you yeah. know, foggy. It was, you know, the music wasn't right. Yeah. It was weak. And, you know, uh, Aisha helps me and she's very critical, you know, and, <laughs> and yeah, so yeah. she's very yeah, you critical. You need that sometimes. But she, you know, she executes with excellence all the time, and so that's what she expects. She's very critical, and she'll be like, "That ain't it," you know. And it hurt my little feelings because I put all my work. Oh into yeah, it. yeah, that <laughs> happened to me all the time. I put all my work into <laughs> it. I'm like, I need a break from her because she, yeah, she, she, she negative. She hurt my dreams. So but, like David Dash, don't. Uh, right, 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 right. Don't hurt my. Don't tell me that negative while I'm dreaming. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I feel like I needed that, and I feel like I, I do well to that. Cause I play football and I feel like yeah, it's always when you play football, like you're in a room with other people and they tell you, hey, you sucked on this play. Yeah, yeah. You can't hide, you can't do nothing. So yeah. I was able to take it, but you know, <laughs> it do kind of put you in your feelings for a little bit because I've been working hard on this. Yeah, and it was like, yeah. It was like, nah, that ain't it. <laughs> yeah, that ain't the move. <laughs> nah, that's 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 terrible, yeah, actually, yeah. Vic. So <laughs> you know, getting over that, but you know, it's really important that you have a, a team of people that want to see you win. And yeah, yeah, that's the that's the like to me, that's the most important part. You got to have people around you that want to see you win as much as they want to win. Right, and like, I and I feel like I have that team around me. Yeah. and you know, if and I get a reminder all the time from my boy Ron. He remind me, hey Vic, what's the goal? What you working on? What you willing to sacrifice to get what you want? He remind me every time. If you're not working, you need to be working. Yeah, and you know. And and because of him, you know, I do want to hustle a little harder because, you know, when you're around a hustler, shit, you, you don't want to feel like you're the one left out. Oh, yeah, iron sharpen iron. And he, and he and he always hustling. And, you oh, know, yeah. check my boy out, Ron, King Size Kicks as well. Yeah, he sell yeah. all the shoes that, that you want. reseller. Uh, check us out, right? <laughs> <laughs> check That's us out. I'm going to with him, though. <laughs> also, too, if you need first aid and CPR, check us out, CSI uh, Safety. We here, CSI CPR. We got you. Check us out. Hey, We're doing it all. Uh, we can we can save you. Like I said, my boy Ron sells uh, shoes as well too. Oh, if you need jerseys as well, hit my boy Ron Carnegie up as well too. He sells jerseys. You're plugging it all, huh? Oh, yeah, we're getting everybody. He's plugging he's, it all. We're getting everybody right now. Yeah, the whole team. Yeah, yeah. But shout out to the team, man. Because yeah. without a team, uh, uh, Jordan couldn't do it by itself. Right. If you need yeah. if you need a photographer as well, man, check out my boy Cat Eye Studios. Cat Eye, shout out to uh, Fresh Tree Frank. Yeah, ch check him out. He's able to you know do any kind of photography you need, weddings, videos, all that. You know, if you check out my first video, it'll say Fresno City. It's like forty eight seconds long, but that yeah. definitely was 
That definitely was Cat Eye Studios. Uh, yeah, they the one that did your, uh, the photo shoot over yeah. there. Yeah, I was out there on the tennis court and stuff. And, you huh? know, he was willing to help. I just told him about what I had. He was like, Vic, I got you. You yeah. know, and working in this community, I, I really found out, you know, there's really people that want to see you win. Like, yeah. I didn't ask him. He was like, Vic, whatever you need, I got you. And he's always, he's always said that. He's always showed up for me. And so, you know, anything that he tries to do, I try to support him and show up for him as well. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, Frank, man, whenever you're ready for that uh, that podcast, man, we can collaborate on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bring it back to the Washington days, man. We both getting getting in trouble in them classrooms. Right. <laughs> right. And you know, uh, shout out to Cove too. Cove came to the photo shoot when I asked him. Yeah, I kind of told me, "Hey, you got to come pick your sweater up from here." And, yeah, know. it was last it was last minute too. I said, "Shit, I ain't got no haircut or nothing." Right. We this made guy, we this made guy. We made it, we made it work. <laughs> I, said, I still, I still participated though. Right. So we we yeah. made it, we made it work. <laughs> He left you with no choice. Right. And, you know, <laughs> also shout out to Cove for doing this this podcast. I know there's, you know, there's certain stuff that people want to do and they never really jump out there. Yeah. And I and watching Cove just jump out that's there. Just and get out there and do it, man. Hey, Even if it's messed do. up or jacked up. Right. It's the, it's because the hardest part is starting. Yeah. That's yeah. the hardest part. Once you get started, you can learn from your mistakes. Right, right, right. But if you just sit there and just keep talking about it, talking about it, you ain't gonna never get nothing done. You just talking about it. Like shout out to Aisha, yeah, for getting you to to get that shit started to where where look where it's grown now. Yeah, it's just, yeah. it was just an idea in your head, like man, something. Oh, this would be nice, but right. now it's it's a lifestyle now. Definitely is. <laughs> Even when you're making stuff, I just tell people just just keep going through it, keep going with it, because you know when I start making this, I, I was thinking like, is people gonna even like it? Yeah. Are they gonna even want it? Every time I wear a jacket, I get stopped. Yeah. Like, like yeah. where do you get that jacket from? How can I get one? Every yeah. time oh, yeah, pull I pull out your phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every time I wear a jacket, I get stopped. Yeah. Uh, I got a new sweater I'm making, and it's gonna have my barcode in the sweater. So like, oh, okay. so when people be like, "Hey, where you get this? Get pull your phone out and scan it. Yeah. It's right. It's right here." So I'm gonna put that in the sweater. I'm gonna imprint it in my new sweater. Oh, okay, logo that I make, and I might start doing that for all the sweaters. You don't so, have to. You can't just have it for one. Right, right, right. So it'll be the logo imprint, so you can be able to scan the barcode, and it'll take you yeah. to my link tree where you can go to you know website, Facebook page, Instagram, Princeters, all, all all the things that we have social media, TikTok. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, we out here working. We out here trying to get it. I'm, I'm really trying to scale on TikTok right now. Uh, that's a young man's game. You got to get your TikTok dances up. You feel me? That's a young yeah, man. Yeah. You probably have your sons. Yeah. Your sons can probably school you on some TikTok. Oh, they love, oh man, they love being in front of the My oldest son, Victor, he loved being in front of the camera. Oh, yeah, but that busted TikTok. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised, man. These new phones ain't got just automatic tripods on them where they could just set it up, set right? it up and just get their little TikTok on real quick. <laughs> yeah, they, they definitely love TikTok. You know, I want to shout out my sons too. Uh, they they definitely uh, help me believe. Oh man! But you know, they're the biggest fans. They're my first oh, yeah. fans. Like, oh yeah. I, I sometimes I don't know like if they doing it because I'm daddy. I'm like, hey, how this look? Oh my older son, like daddy, that's that's clean. Oh yeah, that's that's fresh right yeah, there. Yeah, I know no, that feeling. Yeah, no cap, daddy. No cap, daddy. <laughs> I know that that's, feeling. That's fresh. I'm, that's okay. Nice. I don't know that feeling. I'll be uh, sending my son uh, with shirts to school. Go ahead and sell these shirts. <laughs> Come back. Go ahead and keep half of it. Right, right, but then, right. But then I, I test his hustling spirit. I said, man, you want to double up on the product or you just want to keep the money? <laughs> I said, man, you could, buy, you could buy five shirts for yourself and keep all the money. <laughs> He said, man, I'm going to just buy, okay, just give me, just buy, give me five shirts then. Said, yeah, because he be selling, my son be selling the shirts at the school. Right, right, okay. right, right, right. <laughs> hey, give me this hustle on. It start, it start early, you know, and yeah. I start, 
I started trying to get my sons involved. I know my older son is really good with the, you know, the cameras and stuff and the editing yeah. the videos. So even earlier today, we was just texting. I sent them pictures and he edited the video. Oh, yeah, that's cool. So, you know, that we, me and him talked through that way of, you know, editing videos yeah. and making it and see what he do. Because eventually, man, one day it's going to be there. Yeah. Well, I know, I know, you know, we're going to, once I learn how to truly scale this, I know he wants to have his own uh, shirt business. And okay. I know. With my shirt, with my with my thing, always moving forward. I, you know, it's a motivational clothing line, and you know, we want to stick to what 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 the meaning is. So I can't really make all kind of other crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah. But when we transition to my son clothing line, spazzed out, then yeah. that's where I can you know really make you know you know if I want to make a dude with a ski mask on. Or oh something, yeah, yeah, stuff they like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that, so that, I don't know what type of stuff they be on now. <laughs> <laughs> So I want to be able to start making that. But I can tell you that for me, the really the hardest thing when it came to this is like what pictures I can use and what could I can't. Because I'd be like, is that copyright? I remember I said, oh, yeah, you, you can't, you can't. That's why me now, I only use whatever I create. Right. But I seen a dude like make a whole Kobe Bryant Letterman jacket and I was, it had Kobe Duncan in it. I was but like, it's, it's something like if you make something out of materials that's already mm -hmm. been created, but if you creating something from scratch, it's like copyright infringement. So yeah, I, I, see, I be wondering like, what what yeah. is the fine line? Because I be seeing a lot of it. And I'm like, how are they not getting in trouble for yeah, that? But it's not even on a, a large scale yet. Right. So right, once right. it get to where cats in Hollywood and NBA starting to right, right. look, then they be like, oh, I need. Because like like me, like I was struggling with it. Because I remember at first when I first thought about this, and I was like, what kind of shirts I wanted? Because I my first shirt I wanted to show Malcolm X his uh, when he got arrested. Yeah. And I wanted to show that picture on it and then put always moving forward. Yeah, you got to. With that, with pictures is sensitive too because it's somebody that owned that picture. Right, right, so right. So if, if they own that picture and you start blowing up. Right. They say, oh, I need 90% of that. Right, right, right. <laughs> and I feel like, you know, even that because I was, I was, I was really, because, you know, I was going to put his, his, his picture where he got arrested and, you know, and he what's called when he was Malcolm Little, and I was just gonna put always moving forward. It shows us like if if yeah. he if he if he would have quit it, we'd have never met Malcolm X. Yeah, from that day forward. But you know he kept moving forward. He kept pushing his agenda, and we got, was able to meet Malcolm X, one yeah. of the greatest motivational speakers ever of our time. Yeah. So you know I was thinking a great time. I was thinking of stuff like that. You know I was gonna even put a shirt. You know where Martin Luther King and them got arrested in the sit-in. Yeah. You know what I mean. We talk about Martin Luther King all the time. He probably got more case histories and, and criminal charges than yeah. all of us. It's just because what he was doing. But I just wanted to show, you know, yeah. if we would have ever stopped, we'd have never made it to where yep. we was at. So they cross so we can run. Yeah, so you know, I, I used to think about that like God, like what shirts is what's called and I you know, I even went to go read like what is copyright twenty percent yeah. of what's called, but you know, it's still a fine line. Yeah, so because I think it's the I think it's home finny, home finty or whatever, it's that yeah. clothing line, but they make Shoes that look like Jordan ones. Yeah, sometimes like, they just get that uh, that mold. But I think they, I think they're going to court for a copyright yeah. infringement before custom shoes. But them shoes is hard though. I ain't yeah. gonna lie, the shoes but is hard. That's like uh, the uh, what's them them bathing apes. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Pat led the Air Force ones, but right, right. they got it to where they can use the the mold. Right, 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 yeah. right. Yeah. So I don't know if Home Finney. You know, I know I was reading about them going to court. Yeah, it's a fine line uh, between. Yeah, that's so, why I just create stuff from scratch. Yeah, me, you know, <laughs> me too. So I figure, like, if they take it, uh, it's 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 all mine. So yeah. that's why, that's why I created AMF. You know, I use wings. Uh, yeah. Always moving forward, and the wings are symbolization. And I feel like if we can ever get wings, we can go wherever we want to. Yeah. If we can just fly, we can go wherever we want to, and your your mind can. Well, you know, Kanye said, right? 
I'm just give me a spaceship. I'm <laughs> hey, a little crazy though, but nah, I, just, I don't say he, he's he's just different. He's different. He's different. Uh, he's he's a, a outside the box thinker. <laughs> he doesn't conform to what society says something is. He's he's an outside the box thinker. He's, okay. And sometimes it might come off as a little crazy. I was like, gonna vote for him for president. I wasn't finna waste my vote though. Who would you vote for? Again? I don't want to talk about politics. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I don't talk about politics. <laughs> you should. What, what, what you gonna do next year? It's uh, 2024. I mean, I'm just gonna celebrate 2023 right now. <laughs> it's coming, my yeah, boy. I don't know. You know, you got Trump or Biden. Uh, I, don't, I don't even know who. Uh, we we don't even. They haven't even did the. Uh, it's, it's Trump, Biden, or the dude from Florida. I don't even know. So we'll see. All right. We'll see. You know the dude from Florida. You know, you know they voted for no Black History in class. Ah, right? uh, yeah, I, I know. <laughs> he gonna be president. Since slavery was a good thing. He gonna be president. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So I don't know. See, that's why I won't get political. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> gonna be president. All the black people oh, move man. away. Y'all got to move. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, what are your uh your five favorite brands growing up? Growing up, yeah. Uh, that's hard, you know, because I'm going to name brands that going to sound like dinosaurs because we were so young. But I know Sean John, Sean uh, was, John yeah. was my favorite, one of the favorite brands. Uh, FUBU was hot oh, when yeah, we were yeah. younger. FUBU was really was hot. Yeah, FUBU I remember was, they had that fake FUBU. Right. Talk about your uh, your F and your B ain't supposed to be connected. Right, right. Aniche. <laughs> Aniche was hot. Yeah. Uh, y'all might laugh, but Echo was hot. Oh, yeah, that Echo Unlimited. Echo was hot back in our day. I bought me a cold Echo uh, jogger suit. What do you call joggers back then? Right. But I bought it from the swap mall. I think I paid about 100 for the for the top and the bottom. Echo was hot. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to give y'all some sleepers, y'all. Dickies was hot in my days. My mama wouldn't let me buy Dickies. She <laughs> Dickie. said, because she worked at uh, group homes too. She said, nope, that's what the kids at the group home. That's what the gangsters is wearing. She said, damn, I want to be a Dickie short suit set. <laughs> so that, those, those are the, you know, the fashions that I remember wearing all the time. And, you know, what I learned in fashion is you, it's not it's not the label on the clothes is how you put it oh, together. Oh, yeah, it's how you put it together. That's right. I didn't realize that until I got older. That's how you put it together. Hey, I, I, I know I came from a school like on a financial budget because – I remember when the Colorados came out, it was the fake cams. Oh, yeah, they was rocking them. Oh, man, it was the hottest things at our yeah. school. Everybody had a pair of Colorados. With a jean suit. Everybody, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody had a, uh, some Colorados. I didn't have, I had the uh, the Clarks. <laughs> I had the Clarks from Walmart. <laughs> I, was, I was hot, though. I had the brown pair and the black pair. But I had that with my jean suit and my, uh, what was the, uh, the Hawaiian uh, Dragon Ball Z shirts. Oh, used to kill them damn Oh, shirts. man. <laughs> had them, but everybody had the Hawaiian. Mm-hmm. Everybody was wearing Hawaiian shirts with jean outfits. Uh, we, we thought we was hot back. You we, couldn't tell us thought it was, was hip-hop. We, that, was, that was hip-hop walking around on campus every day. Right? I, I tell people, I was just talking to somebody about this <laughs> other day. I was like, I was like, the crazy part is what influenced my fashion is probably New York. New York has yeah, a lot that's, of... That's, 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 it has a lot of influence in the fashion. Even when I was younger, and I think about like who's the hottest dresser, fabulous, the rapper. Yeah. Hey, when I was yeah, younger, Vincent? when I was younger, Lil Wayne was hot. He used to get dressed. Oh yeah, you was, was, was like a Lil Wayne fanatic <laughs> though. When I was younger, Wayne could dress, and he had more than two dreads. You yeah, feel me? that was that was your uh, life mission. <laughs> oh man, that was like your life mission in college to let everybody know you was letting everybody know Lil oh. Wayne was the hottest rapper Coded. in the, in the game. But this is before. Carter one, Cody. this is like the Carter one, Lil Wayne. Before you start making the mixtapes, like you was like a 
uh, Lil Wayne fanatic. Like Man, you could have been the the, uh, the head of the uh, the fan club because you was pump. You you had let people borrow your air, your. Uh, Zoom mm-hmm. or your iPod, man, take it to class with you. Just listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> Get it in your system, my boy. I blame all that on junior college, too, because I, I, I remember I was telling somebody the other day, I was like, hey, prior to before I went to junior college, I all I listened to was E40, Snoop Dogg, the East Side Boys, the yeah. Outlaws, Tupac. <laughs> I, I probably didn't listen to nothing outside of California before I went to we were college. We were still East Coast, West Coast. Yeah, so when I went to college, that's when they when I went to. I remember when I went to college, Young Jeezy was on the scene. Young oh yeah, Jeezy. He, he was hot. That Thug Motivation. Ooh, that was probably the best you know album I heard outside of California. Yeah, that was that. Uh, and then Thug Motivation. I knew about Lil Wayne, and then they introduced me into the Drought series. I oh yeah, said, that mixtape, mixtape oh, Wayne. Oh my god. Yeah. He, everything he touched, he destroyed. Yeah. I was like, if he had your song, it wasn't your song no more. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, to this day, Swag Surfing. I do not remember it as they song no more. That's Lil, That's Lil Wayne's Wayne song. song. Swag Surfing is Lil <laughs> Wayne's song. I like that. Uh, what's the one he took from Miguel? I can put the cash. Oh, yeah. Uh, in the rubber band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure thing. Sure <laughs> yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But he, but he influenced fashion. A lot, cause the the stuff he was wearing was just out of this world. Yeah. It come with the big teddy bears on the mm-hmm. shoes. Oh, and then and then the uh, fashion icon was Kanye West. Oh yeah, he he he, he backpack rap. He showed us how to get grown man fresh. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> a, but that's how that's the only way he was getting in the club. Yeah, was Kanye West showed us how to get grown man get fresh. Your, get you your, uh, your your polo button up mm-hmm. with your with your with your with your, with your jacket. And your nice little jeans. Oh, oh man, with some fresh. That's why I was wearing them uh, Adidas shell toes. Two for 89. I remember Kanye West. Uh, that was at uh, Just for Feet? Just yeah. for Get? No, uh, at uh, Foot Locker. Champs yeah. and Foot Locker. All of, everybody had a two for 89 shell toes. I think Just for Feet was the big one. You, the That's what Just for Feet had the, where you can get shoes for $20. Right, 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 right. You get right, some $20. Right, right. I remember I bought some, some shoes for basketball there, some New Balance basketball shoes for 20 bucks. Uh-huh. And I, you know, I was thinking like even when I went to college, that that kind of twisted my fashion too because I was used to what the things that we said, jean suits. Then I went to college and I started seeing people wear feelers. I was like, really? But that's because you was uh, hanging around them cats from the south, so uh, yeah. they they style was feelers if they was from Atlanta or 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 uh, Reebok classics. Reebok I remember, classic, I remember yeah. uh, X. Yep. It was all oh, man, y'all wearing all these Jordans <laughs> and stuff, man. Just give me some Jabot jeans mm-hmm. and some Reebok classics. And a white tee. I'm going to kill all y'all boys. Right, right, right. <laughs> I said, man. Or they'll be wearing that uh, Coogee. Mm-hmm. Like, God, what nobody wearing no Coogee. Huh? <laughs> uh, another person that, like, that influenced my fashion, like I knew there's a person I went to college with. His name was Drell Hayes. And the only reason why I know, like, he, he always ironed his clothes. He put his outfits together. Oh, hung yeah. up so neatly in his closet. <laughs> <laughs> He'll get dressed. He'll be all ironed up, put his jewelry on. Oh, and yeah. all. You know, he's from the South, so he had to have his chain, his watches, yeah. and all that. I used to be like, man, because, you know, c- coming from California, like, we really didn't, you know, see that. And I was like, man, this is okay. Yeah. I met my boy Bird from Miami, whole dicky suit, the long sleeve, the, the entire the shirt, oh, yeah, the pants. He, he ice cubed out with some with some with some, <laughs> some soldieries on or some Bo Jacksons. Yeah, and he was from Miami, so he had four dreads, four big old dreads. Yeah, that's them. What, what, what did they call those dreads? I'm, I have no yeah, clue. Yeah, four. I had to call them the Basquiat's. That's the only person <laughs> I know. That's them Basquiat's, like Cam Newton got. Yeah, he had four Jay-Z. of them. 
So yeah. I, I definitely remember that, and I definitely remember, like, you know, fashion was different. Yeah, it's different. It's different all over the world. Oh, man. Because what happened with, uh, remember when uh, the slides first started getting popular? I used to laugh at people who used to wear the slides with socks. So you got slides on with socks? <laughs> <laughs> what I tell people all the time. Listen, they was telling me it was like it was actually like what type of I said, listen, if you white, you wear thong sandals with no socks. Yeah, I I, I was on that for a while. Right. I jean said, shorts. I said, but it's it's the fancy thong sandals though. It's not it's not <laughs> I said if you're Asian, you wear the plastic thong sandals with no socks. Oh man, we go we go too far now. I'm just I'm just telling you. If you black <laughs> you out. wear you wear <laughs> hey, if you if, if you're black, you wear the slides with socks. Yeah. I, I I don't see too many black people wearing no socks in their slides. Yeah. Only when they probably go into the pool. Probably so. Yeah. Other than that, they probably peel their socks off too. Yeah. Black people, they, black people always wearing socks. I, I hardly see black people. I, wear, I go naked feet sometimes. How often you go naked feet? I hardly see black people. Uh, depending on if I'm just going to the store or something, in and out. Yeah, I don't see people with the naked feet. I'll be looking too rough. If I, if, I got, <laughs> if, I got, if I got naked feet, man, I'm ashy. I'm, I'm just looking busted and disgusted. Remember back in the days, you wouldn't even leave the house like that. Nah, not. But now, <laughs> now as you get older, you, 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 it's stuff you just don't care about no more. Like, man, I'm, I'm just going to the store real quick. Right, right, right. Nah, just let me go in and out. Get in there real quick. Yeah, in and out. I hope, hope nobody don't see me. I'm not going to Walmart or nothing. I probably go to the grocery outlet, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely not going to Target. They gonna think I'm stealing. Like that. <laughs> Target, tar- I tell people Target, Target. They look at me every time crazy. But uh, I don't yeah. feel comfortable. On Target, Walmart treat me like a family. Oh uh, yeah, they embrace me. They know like yeah. hey, we know you probably gonna steal. Let me watch you though. Oh uh, yeah, I hate when they be watching me at the self checkout. I said, <laughs> if, I, if, if, if I get to start struggling at self checkout, some of this stuff ain't getting rang up. I said, man, y'all, y'all killing me. Y'all got me doing more work than the, the, reg- the cashier. Dude, I remember dude. Uh, I was watching the uh, what's it called with Charleston White, and he was talking about the sale. He's like, "Listen, if y'all don't get them cashiers back in the store, y'all gonna keep losing money." Oh yeah, he said, "Cause I'm gonna scan every other item." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Heck yeah. Sometimes, man, I uh, some Farmer John, some uh, Barres got rung up, and Farmer John's left the store. <laughs> I say, I feel like I'm the customer, so I feel like I should pay what I want to pay. <laughs> right, I get all the work. And I wish it worked that way. I wish it did. <laughs> not, not, not to you leave on your own business. Like, no, nah, man, this stuff costs me. I can't I can't give it to you for $5. Oh, man. You get that a lot, too? Uh, uh, not as much no more. I remember even, like, my jackets. I first, when I first brought them out, I sold, I sold them for, like, $100. Yeah. And I, I was watching people sell them for, like, 300 I remember when the dude made them, he's like, man, you probably can get 250 for these. I'm yeah. like, nah, I, don't, I don't want all that. Just a little hundred. Yeah. Even people was like, you know, hey, Vic, can I get it for, like, the 70 I was like, God damn. You're already trying, getting a deal. You're trying to undervalue my work. You, you know, I put a lot of work and yeah. sleepless nights into yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, can I get it for the set? Just, you just undervaluing me, my boy? Yeah. Now, they... they they want they want a hookup. They want a discount. Another thing I learned about you know uh, the clothing business, like you know, there's gonna be some times where you got to take some losses. Oh yeah, I already know. I, uh, I know that firsthand. At the beginning, you know, my sweaters wasn't selling like I wanted them to, and I know it's you know because it's from social proof. People need to see other people wearing it because you know we yeah we, yeah we the mimic community. Yeah. And so, like, I had to think, like, okay, Victor, do you want to uh, continue to try to push these sweaters and make money off them, or do you just want to eat this money and get the social proof, get people in these sweaters so people can see them? Yeah. And then, you know, hope, hopefully down the line, you know, people will start coming. So, you know, I was like, okay, we finna eat this. We finna eat this money, and we finna get this out. Yeah. So, you know, 
I'm, I'm, I'm connecting with a lot of my people. Like, I mean, when I first did this, I didn't try to use my connections, you know. Yeah, I just try to just sell. Get out there on your own. So now I'm like, okay, let me let me start connecting with my people. And, you know, yeah. I, got, I got a lot of people. I'm, you know, I'm from Fresno. I went to college. I got a lot of friends all over the place. So yeah. I started hitting my boys from Florida. Hey, I'm going to start sending you some stuff. I just need you to wear it. Put it yeah. on there. Send it back to me. Start hitting my boys from you know New Orleans, Georgia. Hit my boy Sherman, DC. Hey, yeah. I need y'all. I need y'all to yeah, put model this on. now. He got model size now. <laughs> right, right. I need y'all to put this on. You know, yeah. one of my first customer was my boy uh, Kenny Patterson. Uh, I just told him what I got going on. He ordered a shirt, uh, which I really appreciated that. But just getting people on your clothes. Sometimes you got to take an L. Sometimes you won't get what you pay for it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm not a I'm not a print on demand. I I, I like to have inventory. Uh, in my mind, I think one day, you know, I'm going to have so much inventory when I want to go get clothes, I could just walk into the room and get inventory. That's how I do. I, I, just... I, want, I want a building one day. I want, you know, celebrities to call up like, hey, Vic, can I come to the warehouse and pick out some For sure. You got to speak it into existence. For sure. You can come, you know. And, you know, and that's that's what I think about when I want to scale this brand. Yeah. And I, and I think, you know, thus far, I don't think, you know, we have put out a, a terrible product. I would, if I could do my shirts over, I probably would do them over. But prior to that, I don't think we put out a terrible product yet. Yeah, uh, keep grinding, man. Comparison to, you know, like other, you know, other companies, what I see, you know, I, I, don't, I don't try to compete with people. I, I just stay in my lane, you feel yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. This is me, always moving forward. This is my lane. I like Letterman coats. I like bomber coats. You know, we're going to come out with sweatsuits. I'm coming out with jeans and stuff, everything. Yeah. I'm coming out with everything. going to beat you over the head in the... Uh, the, the the fall collection. Mm, oh yeah. And that winter collection. Oh yes. Other clothing lines be ready. We coming. Oh yeah. We coming. I, oh. Gotta, I gotta get on my game now. Uh, my next I'm I'm gonna even tell y'all my next video, man. I'm I'm finna come out like Bray Wyatt. You feel me? We're gonna come out, a couple of people, we're gonna come out with a candle, you just gonna see we'll the come out Bray Wyatt. Yeah, <laughs> like, like wrestling Bray, bag, huh? You feel me? We're gonna come out with Bray Wyatt <laughs> with the candle, you just yeah, gonna yeah. see you're gonna see the always moving forward, then we're gonna blow the candle out. You're going to see a room full of people with the clothing on. I'm going to do it tonight. No, I'm fine. <laughs> you know. That's a lot. That's a lot of production right there. It's, you know, but to being able to stand out at first. You oh, you got to be able to stand out. At first, like trying to get my niche and trying to feel like what I want. Like, because I really didn't know. So I started watching a lot of people. And, yeah. And as you get to start doing it, you kind of know what you want. Yeah. You, know? you kind of know vision. what you want. Yeah. I definitely know what I want now. Yeah. I definitely can see it. Now, you know, it's just being able to get people that, you know, can make it come to life. Yeah. To help me make it come to life. So my content will get a thousand times better. Oh, yeah. Because I see it now. Yeah. That's you feel all, me? I, I catch myself just thinking about stuff to do. Like, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I mean, then I, I just start doing it. Then just. I just sit in the house or I ask my son, like, hey, what is what is the new fancy stuff? And he try to tell me some stuff to do. You know, I try to, I try to ask him because, you know, the young people know. Oh, yeah, they up on game. I, I tell people, if you want to make some money, hang around young people. Yeah. They'll figure it yeah. out. <laughs> like yeah. Kanye said, I don't listen to nobody that's older than me. I mean, the young people Only will people figure it out. people that's younger than me. And you know what? The, <laughs> younger, ideas. The, the younger generation, they're crazy, but I, I, I idolize them a little bit because the younger people, they're not, they're not going to take none of that. Yeah. From a job, from you. Oh, yeah. oh, if you had a job and you mess with a young person, Oh, they ain't give me no two weeks. They quit today. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, like, I'm done today. I noticed that. I noticed that in culture. <laughs> they will quit a sport because they don't like they don't like the coach or they don't like they don't, oh no, nah, you are making me run too much. I'm yeah, not doing yeah, they're not they're yeah. not going, they're not listening as us as older people. We <laughs> intrinsically we took some stuff. We going to work mad and disappointed. Oh, yeah. Like I really don't want to be here. Young people ain't having that. Oh uh, yeah. They're not going to work mad or disappointed. I quit. Oh uh, yeah. 
I'm, I'm, I idolize them. I'm like, man, <laughs> one of the young, because, you know, at the place I work at, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a supervisor, so I have people that work under me. I think I had like 24 or 48 staff that work under me. Uh, and the young people always quit, and he like, Vic, man, I got to take this, man. <laughs> he's like, he's like I'm, I'm, I'm so jealous because I feel the same way too, but yeah. I got responsibilities. You got kids. He was like, yeah. He was like, yeah, I ain't taking this. He, Vic, you might as well find another staff because I, I won't be here tomorrow. Oh, man. At least he gave you that, though. <laughs> I, I, I wanted to hug him. And then I was, I was kind of jealous. Like, <laughs> I want to be on your same energy. <laughs> I want to be, be able to tell this job. It's just a wrap, y'all. Yeah. It's a wrap. Eventually, man, you'll be able to do that. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Give it about another year. For me, I, for me, even with this job, like at, at a point, you know, I don't want to work there no more, but I want to still be accessible to the kids to be able yeah. to help them and be able to, you know, guide them. So, you know, even with my job, I do talk about, you know, uh, uh, like a hybrid role where I could still come in and mentor them oh, and yeah, do stuff yeah. like that. But I, yeah, I don't want to work. So I don't thinking like think. Yeah, becoming a man type. Yeah, you know, I used don't. To do. I don't really like you know work on the floor because I really don't work on the floor with them now. You know, I just train staff, but. I want to be able to be able to still mentor them, you know, and give them hope, and you know, because that's all these kids. Got out here with that office talk, work oh. on the floor. Like I'm not on the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. in trenches no more. Nah, 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 you nah. That, you ain't that that two thirty to ten thirty. I'm, I'm not getting cussed out no more. I'm not oh, getting cussed man. out, assaulted. Oh yeah, no, no more. Shout out to man, all the all the all the people that's working with the at risk youth, man. That's that's going in there to make a living for their family, but have to deal with. Just stuff that they shouldn't have to deal with, but put up with it because they they got something bigger in mind. Shout out to them. For sure, man. They need y'all. Uh, I just want to let y'all know, don't give up. They definitely need y'all. Uh, and even on them hard days, just remember, man, they they, they trying to work through their stuff. Uh, yeah. And they got years of past trauma and, you know, nobody to ever tell them how to deal with it. So, yeah. You, you might be working with a 17-year-old that's still 10. You yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. You just got to be able to, you know, take it a day at a time. And, you know, you chipping away at it. Yeah. But I can promise you, if you stay consistent, eventually you'll start to see, you know, the growth that you yeah. want. So, yeah. Uh, any any shout outs before we go? Uh, no, nah, I just want to you know. Well, yeah, you know, I want to shout out the team, everybody that helped. You know, King Size Kicks. I want to shout out the family. Uh, shout out all my friends. You know, and shout out the competitors. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we coming. That's all that's I gotta like, say. Sound like Coach Prime. <laughs> we coming. <laughs> we him. We him. <laughs> Shout out to Coach Prime. Right, he said we coming for sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm be watching you, man. You know, I'm watching too. Yeah. I'm watching, watching you, watching you grow, watching you do your thing, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I feel like I've been there from the beginning. You have, yeah, yeah. It was a thought. I remember when we did the photo shoot and Emmanuel was talking about. It. He was like, "Man, this been here forever." We were yeah. just waiting for him. To put it together. Yeah. And, and, you know, he was telling the truth. It has been there forever. And what I could just tell people is, you know, sometimes you just got to leap. It's scary. Yeah, you just got to go for it. It's scary because, you know, I tell people, all this is all my money. Ain't nobody, every loss and win is on me. Yeah, you feel yeah. Me? It's all my money. Ain't nobody yeah. else putting money in it. This is me. Every loss and yeah, win yeah. is on me no matter who helping or who not. That's that's me. Yeah. you. Yeah. <clears throat> so. Yeah. So, I mean, but sometimes you got to you gotta quit being scared and you got to jump out there and yeah, then. Just go for it. And then for people that's you know that's trying to strive for this or you get their own business, sometimes you got to make sacrifices. You got to you got to stop doing stuff. You got to stop going out. Yeah. Uh, I sat down for six months before this even came out. People didn't even know. People, some people like Victor, you still live in Fresno. I was sitting down six yeah, months ghost on to him, myself, yeah, trying to figure this out. You know, studying YouTube online, taking yeah. master classes, uh, 
Really, I mean, I got I got like four or five notebooks with notes and yeah. ideas. Like, I didn't even know I can write so damn much. But, you know, just putting it all down. And, you know, one thing I learned that I would tell everybody, write it down. Yeah, that's my... Write your goals yeah. down. So you so them days when you, you feel insecure, you feel like quitting, you remember what you're fighting for. Yeah, yeah. You can, you can open the book and you can see it. Okay, this is the goal. And that's what I that's what I learned. Write it down. Write it down. And one and once you can write it down, you can see it, and you'll always remember. It and you'll remember what the goal is, and you'll remember like things that you need to do every day. And for me, that was the hardest part. Like, what do I do every day with a clothing line? Like, what am I supposed to yeah. do every day to try to scale it? Do I just post pictures? Do do I do I you know get influencers? You know, trying to figure out what you do every day, and you just got to find your own niche and yeah. what you do, but. Every day, it's it's something every day. It's either, yeah. you know, one day for me, it's either one day I'm, I'm on the Instagram, I'm studying. I'm looking at other clothing brands, seeing what they is doing, seeing how they get motion, and seeing what, what they were. But I can tell y'all, for me, the biggest clothing brand that inspired me, like, I want to go big. There's a clothing brand. Y'all go look at this girl. His name is Cortez. Cortez. You can find him on Facebook. Cortez is, man, how this dude... Scaled his clothing brand is exactly how I want it. He has videos where, you know, he's just throwing T-shirts, selling them to people, and he has to have security and barricades. And oh, man. The crowd breaks through the barricade. I'm talking about four or 5,000, and he's running down the street, running away. They're trying to get to him. I'm yeah, like, Michael oh, Jackson my with the, God. With the clothes, huh? Man, this dude is so <laughs> cold, man. Everything he drops sell out. I was yeah, like. Yeah. To check him out. Everything he drops sell out, man. This, he has, he's definitely has the blueprint for what it comes to this street brand. But y'all check out Cortez, man. This dude is, this young dude is, he out here doing it. Out there getting it. Man, and for me, that's where I want to be able to scale like that or, or even above. You feel me? I want to be able to uh, have my clothing line. Like, I, I remember a dude that was like, Vic, I can help you. And he was like, these are some of the brands he helped. Then he had Vans and Skechers. I'm like, hell okay. yeah. I want AMF right under Vans. Like, I want it to be that big. So, he was like, yeah, we started at grassroots when nobody was wearing Vans. I was like, yeah, I remember them days. Oh, yeah, we were there. We were there. We, we was the Vans We were Vans for 40 bucks <laughs> at all the pairs. Well, man, I it got my Vans on the like sneakers, right? It was good for dancing, boy. <laughs> them Vans, boy. We in that club dancing. The pack, the pack put Vans yeah. on. I never... I, I tell people all the time, I felt like I wore Vans before the pack did it, but you know, nobody would give me my y'all, 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 like a week before, y'all went to the Vans <laughs> store. Like a week before. Because the song, I don't know, y'all just knew. <laughs> then uh, you and Emmanuel went to the Vans store, and came back. Vans, I was though. looking at y'all, that niggas bought some Vans. <laughs> I said, okay. Yeah. Y'all, y'all was proud too. Yeah, man, I got these ones. I got these black ones. I said, look at these. I said, okay. Right. I think Emmanuel bought the first checkerboard ones. Mm hmm. But now, now Vans is official. They're like $90 now. Yeah, that's too much. Right? Too much for some Vans. Chucks, too. Man, it kind of hurt my heart when I be looking at it like, well, I'm not paying that, man. Yeah. I remember our old price. But that's like Air Force One. What was it, 90? I think they're like They're like 95. They're like 110 now. now. They keep going up. That's but they was uh, $55. I remember those. FTK. Shout out to Sam from FTK, man. <laughs> had the plug on all the, all the sneakers. Right. And the music and the clothes. That was Cove with the music too, Cove and Ron. Yeah, I was that was his biggest competitor. He sat next to the game. Cove started, Cove started undercutting the the, yeah. the the competitors. But I did that like uh, I got that from paid in full. <laughs> boy, man, you say you give it to him, give it to him at a low price, man. They keep coming back, right? You keep selling that high, they only gonna get one thing. 
And I tell people like it's hard. Like when I think of marketing strategy, it's hard not to think like paid. If like I seen how they take it over, <laughs> then I think like people like I was like. I think about like wrestling. I think how like the NWO showed up yeah, on the scene. Yeah, you got they, references though. And they took wrestling yeah. over. They took wrestling yeah. over. to this day. Like I even remember, I tell people, I even remember wrestling. NWO was so big, they made a game. NWO versus NWO w- versus the world. Why? No, WCW, NWO versus the world. And and we're talking about just a group. <laughs> and they, they were yeah, so they big. Tore it up. That's right. three people though. That was three guys that. Right. That. Had a following, but then got an even bigger following. They was able to do what they wanted to do. And when I think of a brand, that's how I want to dominate. Yeah. they The NWO dominated wrestling. That's how I want to dominate brands. Like, I think of that dominant. Yeah. Paid in full. Oh, yeah. He, paid in full. He came from the, you know, the cleaners. Yeah. Oh, came from the cleaners. <laughs> George like, Jefferson of the ghetto. <laughs> right. The cleaners. But, yeah. you know, just like Nip said, he had the vision. Yeah. But he just didn't have the opportunity until it fell in his lap. Yeah, you got to have right timing. Right. It's all about timing. It fell in his lap and he was ready. I, I always feel like there's nothing being, there's no such thing as lucky. It's for people that is prepared and ready for the but opportunity. But they say uh, when, when preparation meets, the opportunity meets preparation. preparation you ready. When preparation meets opportunity. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, that's what I think about when I'm, you know, scaling the clothing brand. Uh, I want to be in this game forever. I want to be in this game 20 years from now, 30 years from now. Uh, and then, you know, I want to be able to see, see my clothing brand, you know, Grow. I, I would love to be able to in in the future, in the 10, 20 years from now, to take the street the streetwear off of it, and it just be you know where where you feel me like where? Ralph like Ralph Lauren. Yeah, I want to I want to <laughs> you know as I evolve as an adult too, yeah. my clothing brand will probably as evolve as well too. Yeah. You, but you know, right now we in this fashion, so that's where we at. Yeah, that's where we at right now. Yeah. So yeah. that's what I want to do, man. But you know. Shout out to everybody that, you know, support. Thank you for all the fans. Thank you for all the people that call. Thank you for all the people that motivate me. You know, when my head is low, people that help pick my head up, I appreciate that. And, you know, without y'all, I couldn't be where I'm at today. So I definitely appreciate that. About the people. Right. So, man, that's that's the episode for today, man. Where can they find you at? One more time, where can they find you at? You can find me on Always Moving Forward Brand Instagram, Always Moving Forward Brand Facebook. You can find me on Always Moving Forward Brand TikTok. And you can find me at Always, uh, what was it called again? Uh, forward slash. Always forward slash movingforward.com. Yeah. That's the website where it got all the fresh drip. Uh, drip. You know, we're go, we going back to school. I'm finna open up a back to school sale. Um Pretty much, I'm finna go on a real blowout sale too to get rid of the. I got think I got like six or seven jackets left, so I'm finna you know put them at fifty percent. Oh know. man! So they might be like sixty dollars fifty five in the next week or two, and so the sell them out. So if you want a jacket, get, ready for the, get, get y'all ready for the winter. If you want a jacket, because when I put them to fifty five, they're gone. Yeah, yeah, they're it's gone. good. What forty say? They're good and sold. Yeah, yeah, they, they're gone at fifty five. They're gone. Yeah. And you know, a shout out to my boy Manny as well. Manny was the first person. Manny and shout out to uh, Lynetta. Lynetta. They was the first two people that bought all the jackets. Manny bought all, all the colors? five of them. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, then, shoot. <laughs> and and Lynetta as well bought all five of them as well. So shout out to them for their support. Yeah, shout out to them. Yeah. So, man, just keep looking out, man, for that, that fall collection. And that winter collection is coming to you. Till next time. Y'all have a good one. Peace. See y'all. Yeah.